Weekly Playtime with Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. How are you doing, Stacey? <laughs> I'm pretty good this week. Um, good. I don't know. Been in a good mood. Uh, work's not been too bad. I think uh, anytime we're approaching a holiday, I guess where people are taking off and stuff like that, work kind of slows down a little bit. And yeah. that's nice. Cause, so work hasn't been too bad. Um, my mom is visiting this week. Um, so she is currently in the basement right now watching Mandalorian for like the 500th time. And she has it turned up to 11 um, it's like the house is shaking. It's like movie, oh my movie theater level. But she is enjoying <laughs> the heck out of herself. That is, that's awesome. You yes. know what? Like if I didn't have to worry about kids or anyone else, <laughs> I would probably be doing the same. So more power, more power to her. That's pretty yep. awesome. Yep. Yep. That is cool. So how are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, um, Today was the best day out of the week, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Friday, okay, um, good. It was still a pretty crazy week because um, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to learn how to do everything, and kids are just hard, man, and it's like mm-hmm. you can, if you have a good day with, like, some of them, then, like, the rest of them lose their minds. Like, I don't know <laughs> what it is. It's like the law of children or something where mm-hmm. they cannot all be okay at the same time. <laughs> There's just nope. no universe in which this happens. Mm-mm. And so the ones that, um, you know, that they're having a good day, then that means that there's a few others that are just going to have completely not a great day. Um, yeah. But I'm slowly getting used to it. I was excited. So today was the day that I did in Montessori. We have these things called great lessons and mm-hmm. for the elementary group. And that's my favorite part of this age group because they are basically you start with like the beginning of the universe and Mm -hmm. you follow it through like um forming galaxies forming you know uh solar systems forming the earth and then life comes on earth and you follow you know evolution and dinosaurs and you know all this stuff Right. Mm -hmm. And then you go to uh, humans. And then once you're in humans, you follow the uh, the way that language developed and then you follow the way that math developed. And so it's basically like the beginning of of all everything, um, the beginning of life, uh, the beginning of humans and then the beginning of language and then the beginning of uh, math. So that's like your five great lessons. Okay. there's a lot, it's a very, it's, it's all about storytelling. So you're, mm-hmm. you're basically telling the story and you have uh, demonstrations that you do as part of the story. And so today's was the first one, which was the Big Bang and the, um, the demonstration was I got to get a bl- large black balloon and fill it full of star confetti and then mm. pop it so that it just went everywhere as part of the Big Bang. So That's cool. Yeah, that's like my favorite. <laughs> that's like my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, so I did that and then I had, I think I got the idea from, I had like done some Googling and found someone who had some suggestions for like Big Bang um, art projects and so they were like hey you could do a collage and Mm -hmm. so we got a um you know uh, a lot of uh like little cut up pieces of paper and glitter and glitter glue and we just let them go crazy and we're like here we want you to draw what this explosion looked like to you basically or you know create what this explosion looked like to you and like there's some really amazing artwork that came out of all of that so it was a mess it was insane it was chaotic (laughs) but it was really cool so i'm feeling pretty good like that was my that was it it was i considered it a great success so yeah uh that's that's where i'm going that's my story i'm sticking to it (laughs) yep yep well it sounds fun uh what are you drinking 
Well, I have lots to talk about in this segment. How much time okay. do we have? We have all the time. Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's fine. Okay, good. Okay. So, I've actually... Ha- I'm on... Well, okay. I'm about to open my third drink. I've saved it for the Ooh. first sip impression on the podcast. Okay, okay, um, okay. Yes. Uh, I'm a little worried because I think it's gotten a little warm because we've been chatting for a oh, little no. bit now. But- I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay um but i'll start with saying so after we listened or read about ruby warrington and i listened to that episode about the new cock or mocktail hour and um i mentioned i talked about that product gia and it was a yeah uh, aperitif non-alcoholic aperitif so yes. i bought that and it showed up this week and so um it in the t- in the t- this was like a sample pack and you ended up getting four um they were kind of like mocktails like in a can so like you could just open them and drink them which is one of the ones i'm about to drink but the flavors were there's like a soda kind of ish one there's one that's ginger kind of would be like ginger beer and then there's the one i'm about to drink is called lime and salt okay Uh, so i'm guessing it's gonna be like margarita ish but um it also comes with a bottle of the aperitif itself um, that's meant to be kind of mixed in or made, uh, you know, with, like an actual cocktail. Like these are sparkling. So like this lime and salt one I'm about to drink is sparkling. But the aperitif is like a liquor, right? Except okay. not, I'll call it. Um, so earlier I was kind of experimenting because I wasn't sure, one, what the aperitif part would taste like or what, you know, kind of how I would like it and stuff like that. And so um, I made the first drink, which was just uh, two ounces of the aperitif and then two ounces of sparkling water. And um, it was bitter as heck. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, oh my God, is this poison? Like, what? you're not supposed oh, to no. drink this. It's arsenic. Yeah. It's arsenic. Yes. Yes. It, it sure tasted like it. Oh, no. um, So I added a little bit of lime and uh that was better i was like okay it was still finished really bitter left a bitter taste in my mouth but it was a little drinkable so i was like okay yeah well i was talking uh, with about it with james and my mom and they were kind of like you should try it sweet and i was like i don't know this is so bitter like i don't know about adding some sweetness to it but i was like fine i mean what else am i gonna do otherwise i just throw this away (laughs) right exactly Um, so I, um, on their website, they have various recipes, but a lot of them use ingredients I just didn't have on hand. And, um, but one of them was talking about just adding some simple syrup and something else or whatever. But so James said, why don't you try it with the syrup out of the Luxardo cherry jar? And I was like, oh, okay. So I put just, I put a Luxardo cherry in there. And then, like, maybe a teaspoon of the, the syrup, the cherry syrup. Um, and then just the rest of it was the aperitif straight. So nothing else in there. Um, okay. I think I did add an ice cube or whatever. And that was actually really good. Okay. So, yeah, I ended up having two of those. These are small. I was drinking them out of a martini glass. Um so I ended up having two of those, and this is why I was waiting on you to put your kids to bed and all that, you know. So yeah, me and James yeah. were sitting down there. It's probably like an hour or something. And um, he was actually drinking an old-fashioned, a real one. Um, yeah. But yeah. we were sitting there and chatting, and 100%, I felt relaxed and like like a good social evening slash relaxed like I would if I had been drinking a cocktail. Really? 100%. Like, I felt like I had been drinking, but without the buzz. That's cool. Yeah. And this is, I've had a lot of mocktails. A lot. I mean, we've done an entire dry January. Yeah. Yeah. I used that. I ordered that Monday gin. That's, you know, the non-alcoholic gin. Uh, I have had a lot of mocktails. And this is the first time that I actually felt like I was drinking when I was drinking a mocktail. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I think... Oh, and also what I realized, uh, so part of what makes the aperitif so bitter is I think it tastes 100% like grapefruit. So I guess I would not recommend it for you because you don't like grapefruit, but James hated it. And (laughs) so he couldn't drink it either. But um, yeah, to me, it just tasted like I licked a grapefruit. (laughs) Oh, no, that is that is that would not be for me. No, no, (laughs) not for me. 
So, all right, I'm going to open this. So here goes. Okay. And I'm going to try this right now and see how this goes. Okay. So this is the lime and salt. It's still considered an aperitif, so I don't know what the right. difference is, but we'll see here. Oh, that's good. Really? Yeah, it's, and I think you would like this. Um, okay, okay. Um, this is like, you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever had um, a beer that they, well, lime beer, so uh, maybe a Corona. I have I can't tell you last time I had a Corona with lime, but <laughs> like I went to a uh, brewery not too long ago and they had one that was called like, Lagerita that was a lager made in the same way of a margarita, so okay. it had lime and salt in the beer. Yeah, um, that's kind of what this tastes like. It's a very light and refreshing margarita. Ooh, well, that mm-hmm. sounds nice. I like a yeah. light and refreshing margarita. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like this a lot. And so this is the aperitif, but it's just a different flavor. Well, this is um. Yeah, they've somehow, it's still considered an aperitif. So an aperitif is like a, um, like kind of like an after dinner drink or like a, uh-huh. something like that. Um, and it's supposed to be bitter. Like that's the, like, I don't know why, but that's just the flavor profile of an right, aperitif. Right, right. Um, but so this is still considered an aperitif. So I guess it's probably the same herbs, whatever herbs they're using. Right. But it's, this is sparkling. Okay. And uh, yeah, so this I'm sure is like it has the like... Le Spritz, right? Like the yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, I got it. And this one's the lime and salt one, and it has looks like it has white grape juice in it, and I could see that. I could, uh, I can kind of taste like a grape juice. It's not sweet though. Right, right. I can actually taste the salt a little bit. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, this is exciting. The the uh, <laughs> the description says it's a one way ticket to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Barcelona, but uh, I think I'd like it there. Yeah. If it tastes like this, then hell yeah. Sign yep. me up. That's right. Well, cool. I'm so glad that that, is, that has been a positive experience. I'll have to, yeah. uh, I'll have to do that. I'll have to yeah. like, try that out. Yeah. I think um, now the taster box was $50, just uh-huh. to um, let everybody know how much it was. But, um, you know, in that, it was basically four canned drinks and then you get the the more like liquor type thing that you can make um you know like four drinks out of or something like right right i mean it's a decent and if you decide to get the taster box or i can let you know how the other flavors go the other yeah go but if you decide to get it yeah i think you'll just have to try to figure out how to make the the liquor part um (laughs) taste better for you because it does taste just like grapefruit so have you tried? So have you tried the other, like the Gia Soda, the Not OG yet. and Ginger, Ginger, the Gia Ginger? Not yet. So I do okay. have those two, okay. but I don't. I haven't tried them yet. Okay, but okay. I can let you know. Okay, because I'm. Because you can get just a. I'm not sure I would be into just the aperitif. Aperitif. Oh yeah. But the Le Spritz seems like it might be up my alley, um, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> it's uh but you could also get the all of them as opposed to like you could get 12 oh. um, or you can get and you can get them all 12 of one flavor or you maybe you get a combination pack so okay i am interested to see what oh. you uh which one you like if they all taste good yeah uh, okay whether it's worth getting the all of them pack <laughs> Yeah, or, and this is also the one, which I don't know if it's actually any healthier, but this is the company that has the vegan Nutella. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. That's what that other product is that I don't know. I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely don't have anything. Like, the calorie uh, in here is, calorie levels in here are like 50, 40, 50. So, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, white water, white grape juice, concentrate, lime juice, Yuza juice? What's a yuza juice? It's some kind of citrus. Yuzu juice? Okay. Lemon balm, elderflower. Ooh. Fig <laughs> juice. <laughs> Gintan root. There's a lot of weird shit in here, but yeah. all of it seems to be very natural and not like, you know, weird yeah. sort of concoctions that are yeah. in the laboratory and added to a drink. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm sold. I, I may have to try this. Yeah. Um, 
And they also, on their site, which I haven't tried them, obviously, but um, they also have recommended mocktail recipes even for the La Spritz. So even if you just get the La Spritz, like, you can make various drinks with those. Oh, like, yay. there's one that's like a mule. So I'm going to try to do that, too. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I will say I haven't had to be as worried about my uh, alcohol consumption just because my life has turned to I come home, I get the kids ready for bed, I fall asleep. (laughs) I fall asleep before you can drink. Yeah. So I haven't had um, as much (laughs) much alcohol in my life. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, whatever works. Yeah. I mean, part of it is part of it has been like. I don't want to say accidental, but unintentional because of that, yeah. because of the fact that uh, I'm just so tired and I just I'm like, Bleh, I'm going to go to bed. But yeah. the other part of it is that is intentional because um, I, you know, there were there was like several weeks, maybe even months where I would wake up with a really bad headache and I'd be like, oh, I might have COVID and I would take a COVID test and never had COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <laughs> Then I stopped drinking and I woke up and I didn't have a headache. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I've had like low, low key uh, hangovers, hangovers this whole time. Uh, and it may just because of the red wine, because usually I just drink the red wine. Um, yeah. But it was like, oh, maybe I should not drink <laughs> before I have to get up and go teach a lot of children. <laughs> like, yeah. Be bad. Yeah. So it's also intentional like there i just don't i i try to only drink on the weekends now for that reason yeah. um but yeah <laughs> but that being said this still seems like it would be a nice uh you know thing to do on yeah a night when i did not want to drink an alcohol yeah absolutely <laughs> all right awesome well thank you for sharing that that's that's a nice uh Welcome. that's a nice follow-up yeah yeah yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. So, because yes, you yes. never know. Um, That's true. Some, but yeah, you can be a big winner or a complete loser. So, <laughs> yes, it's hard to say. They actually have um, on their website. They also have they so okay. So they actually sell their product into restaurants and uh, bars and stuff like that. So they actually have a locator on their menu for um, restaurants that may have it. Ooh. Um, I just Googled Knoxville, but the only thing that has it is the Old Verdon's Artisanal Food Market in uh, the <laughs> Strawberry Plains Pike, Knoxville, Tennessee, um, but it's retail slash market. So it doesn't look like there's any bars that have it. Right. I don't even know where that place is. <laughs> I don't either. I've never even But maybe that's it. a place I need to go. I mean, yeah. it's an artisanal, artisanal uh, market. Yeah. It sounds like fancy shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> they have some good snacks as well. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds. I can get some <laughs> some baguettes there. <laughs> some baguettes, yes. I need a baguette. <laughs> I want a baguette with my fan with my fancy non-alcoholic spritz. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're really in France. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm just drinking my own normal stuff. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Night hawk black, whatever the hell it is. Oh, you gotta, you gotta down. make it more exciting, Devin. I, you, you know, bring the excitement. But this is exciting to me because now I don't drink it every night. That's true. <laughs> so now you're like, yes, yeah. Like a box of wine is like lasting almost like two weeks now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, longer. The last box that I had, I got to the end of it, and I was like, ooh, this is beginning to turn a little bit. Mm, yep. So. Uh, yeah, but um, but it's still good. It's still so solid. It's like, it's my backup. It's the place, it's my default. It's my default wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's default easy to drink. have around. It is, it is. And it's so cheap. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> best. That's the best thing about it. Uh, well, we do have a topic today that is not uh, Gia. <laughs> Yes, you <laughs> correct. Even though if Gia wants to, uh, you know, sponsor us, we'd be happy to uh, hey, that's to true. oblige. Um, all about it. But we actually are going to talk about boundaries today, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. 
Oh, I've done, I did a lot of research for this episode because Maryland has a weird boundary. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I was actually talking to my mom tonight about um, our topic. She was like, oh, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, boundaries. And she was like, like state boundaries? Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then James was like, oh, yeah, Maryland has a weird one. <laughs> you know, and then, um, yeah. So what's the weird boundary? Never no, mind. it's just the border. <laughs> okay, Have you ever okay. seen the shape of Maryland? It's well, really yeah, weird. But I mean, I I don't know. Lots of sh- sh- lots of states are shaped weird. <laughs> That's true. But Maryland's super weird. Okay. What is the weirdest shape state? I think Maryland. <laughs> I don't know. Florida's pretty weird. <laughs> That's true too. Of course, it. I mean, it has to be because it's just the shape of the land. But yeah. um, yeah. I don't know. Landlocked weirdest shaped landlocked state. Yeah. Oklahoma's kind of weird. It's got the small little, like, arm over the top of Texas <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. There's always, um, like, yeah, those weird little sections that you're like, why? Why? Why do you have a small arm? I don't why? understand. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're not talking about state boundaries. Um, no. We're talking about personal boundaries. And mm-hmm. specifically, um, I have read and just finished reading a book called Set Boundaries and Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself by Nedra Glover Tawab. I hope I'm saying her name right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I had some like highlights and notes and things that I, whatever, picked up from reading the book. Um, I know there was also a podcast episode that we both listened to, but that was like several weeks ago now. So I don't even remember oh. what it said. Oh, wow. I don't like even, a, did I listen to that? It was a life kit episode, I think. Oh. Anyway, I can put that in the show notes too. I can go back and okay. find it. Um, it doesn't say anything that's not in this book. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, but so at the end of this book though, there is something called the self-assessment quiz. And I thought it might be fun for us to take this quiz on. <laughs> together uh online okay. and then yeah. um and then kind of use that as talking points so we can talk about things as we go through here but basically um you know uh the point of this book is that you should be reclaiming your boundaries setting them in stone defending them um and having you know having strong boundaries not rigid boundaries but like strong boundaries Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> My boundary is that you should stop barking. Yes. And that ain't going to work. Um, no. But part of what she does is she has a self-assessment quiz uh, so you can kind of figure out where you might be. So let's start with that. I think that would be fun. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Ready. And, uh, listeners at home, you can play along too. <laughs> yes. So question number one, I say yes to a person when I want to say no. Um, A, yes, I do that often. B, I say no and tell people why I'm saying no so that they don't ask me anymore. Or C, I usually say no without apologizing or lying about it. Uh, Mine mine is A, Um, (laughs) for the record. I don't know I if was, you want to say what yours is. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I'm I'm a little between B and C because um, I have a feeling this will be a theme for my answers. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it depends because, on who it is. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's not like I say like if you say, "Hey, you want to go to a movie tomorrow?" I wouldn't just be like, "No." <laughs> um, but I wouldn't appall. I don't. I wouldn't. I would. I would just be like, uh, "No, I have another plan," or "No." You know, like, oh, no, I got to work. Like, I wouldn't. Right, right. Yeah, so, I don't know. I guess I do explain a little bit. So, I guess I could put B. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. I don't just say no. <laughs> um, two, I, f- I feel, oh, wait, ah, there we go. Uh, I feel like I'm constantly having to save people close to me and fix their problems. A, I, uh, no, I don't get involved in other people's issues. B, yes, often. Or C, no, I know my limitations and offer what I can when I can. And I'm actually a C on this one. I used to definitely be an A, but I have, I have changed um, with this. And 
you know, like I want to listen to people and I want people mm-hmm. to be able to come to me and talk to me about things. But I have learned that I cannot fix anybody or even yes. really offering advice doesn't like usually people don't want advice. What they want is someone to listen. Yep. So yep. I tend to, you know, know my limitations, offer what I can, uh, but I'm not trying to fix anybody in the world anymore. So I am a C on this one. Yeah, I think I'm a C too because I definitely. Shh. It's not that. What? Sorry. Oh, you're talking I'm to the dummy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not that I'm not. Uh, it's not like I would be like if someone comes in and starts talking to me, I'm not going to be like, "Don't tell me your problems." Right. Um, but I am definitely like, you know, that's none of my business because that's your problem. So you know, like, I don't try to get involved or anything. Right. But if they if they ask me something, I'll I'll give them advice or I'll try to help. But you know, they have to want it kind of situation. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Number three. I regularly find myself sucked into pointless fighting or debating. Uh, A, yes. B, no, I don't experience that. Or C, no, I try to keep people at a distance. I had trouble with this one because I don't get sucked into pointless fighting or debating. I don't necessarily feel like I keep people at a distance, but I also know I avoid having, like, Oh, you, know. you actively avoid it. Yeah. So okay. I almost feel like C should be my answer for that reason. It's not like okay. I'm keeping people at a distance, but I'm keeping the those topics at a yeah. distance. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm just a B. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, no, not that. really. I just, yeah, I don't experience that. If, if somebody, like, I just don't, if someone has a different opinion, I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, like, I just, I just don't, don't debate. Yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Four, (laughs) I loan money to friends or family out of feelings of pity, guilt, obligation, or being threatened. A, yes. B, no, I loan money with clear expectations of when I'd like to be paid back. Or C, no, I don't trust people and, or I want to hold on to every penny I earn. Um, I am definitely an A on this. I have gotten better about it. Um, but I think that it has been enough of a problem and I have not necessarily shown that <laughs> I I can say no to uh-huh. this particular situation. So I'm going to keep myself at A as a yes on this one. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, this is one I'm a little torn between B and C because... Um, I would loan, I, not that I would loan anyone any amount, but right. for most reasonable request, I would loan the money, um, but absolutely set clear expectations. And if that person did not pay me back, if it took them way too long, or if they didn't pay me back, of course, then I would absolutely never, like they, one, they get one shot and they're done. Um, okay. I used to have a thing with my sister who would uh, often borrow money from me when I was younger. Um, and I, I think I had a limit of maybe $50 and it was that I would loan her $50, but she could never borrow another cent until she paid back that $50. So if it took her six months or a month, if she, if if she paid it back in a month, then the very next week I would loan her money again, but she couldn't get a penny until she paid back that full $50. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so that was the system I worked out with her. Right. Um, but most people, like I said, if, if you like if you were to come to me and borrow money, I wouldn't have a problem lending it to you. But if right. you borrowed it and then broke my trust, then it would be no. Yeah. Well, I also feel like that's probably, even the situation you just described is still B. Like you're loaning money, but yeah. you just have very clear expectations about how yeah, that's true. that is going to be. So I would say yeah. you're probably a B on that one. Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, five, I frequently feel stressed out about work. Um, <laughs> A, yes. B, no, I never think about work. When I'm off, I check out and I don't care what happens. C, <laughs> this is such a long explanation. No, I turn off work notifications and ignore calls, texts, or emails. I try to be present with my friends, family, self once I'm home. There are some situations where I might be a little flexible in case of emergencies or during a big project. But I make sure I don't get sucked into it for too long. Um, I, I think I'm just a yes. I mean, definitely it's different now. Um, mm-hmm. 
because the stress the stress is different the the job is different um and i definitely don't feel as stressed in the same way but you know but there's still there's still a level of stress and there's still a me not being very clear about hey this is work this is this is my not work time so yeah yeah um this is another one I'm torn on. Is there a one swirling with me? I can't make decisions. Is there a maybe? Uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I need a uh, maybe. Um, I thought I was. I was leaning a little. I'm leaning mostly towards A, but okay. I think I'm a a little bit of a C because my problem is. Um, I, well, not. I shouldn't say my problem. Um, the thing is, is that when I get off work, I do set boundaries. So, like for mm-hmm. example. Um, on the weekends, I have I use the focus modes on my iPhone so that on Saturday and Sunday, um, no emails come through, no text message or anything except for my boss and the person that reports directly to me. Those are the only two people that can contact me uh, on the weekends. Right, period. right. And so I have those boundaries. And I don't think about once I'm done with work, once I say, okay, I'm closing my laptop, I don't think about it. But... The problem is, and why I can't just be a, a C, is because I definitely work too long. So right. I will come home, eat dinner, and then go back to work and work until 11 o'clock at night. So I'm, right. not setting, I'm not setting a boundary as to leaving work. But when I do, <laughs> when I do finally get to check out, then I truly check out. <laughs> right, right. But I should probably be an A, I think. Okay, okay. That sounds fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. That's okay. I'll try That's to make okay. a decision next time. <laughs> well, okay. I hope so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, number six. I think I spend too much time on social media. A, yes. B, no. I enjoy checking in on social media once in a while, but I don't get lost in it. C, I log on to my social media account for work on specific days and times. Then I log out of the app on my phone. Um... I have historically been A on this for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll go ahead and, and and it's close enough that I feel like I'm going to say yes on this. Mm-hmm. However, my new work situation makes it very difficult for me to actually get sucked into social media because <laughs> my phone is like it's around, but I do not check it. Like I get to check it on my, my break, my 30 minute break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's it (laughs) like i barely have time to like use the restroom you know like there's no there's no downtime there's no i'm gonna check this out like no um yeah so i have been doing a lot less social media since um since coming and just like texting and just like communicating with people in general yeah Uh, so uh, but but I do know that my default is yes. So I'm going to say yes for now, even though I feel like that's changing. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Okay, I'm going to say C on this one. I don't actually log in for work. My, my has nothing to do with work. But I do have specific times that I use it. I actually would like to get away from... I, still, I do think I still log in uh, too much. I mean, I still... I guess I should say once I log in... Sometimes I still get stuck in the rabbit hole. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty good about not logging in except for like very specific times. Um, right. I've kind right. of put guardrails on. That's um, good. Yeah. But um, also in the opposite. So I told I told you that I set a boundary on the weekend to where um, I don't get any work notifications. I have a focus mode for work where I don't get any personal notifications. Oh, yeah. Um, Because I was finding that I, when I was, I'd be in the zone on something. I'd be really concentrating on something. And then my watch would keep buzzing because I would be getting a notification from, I don't know, Facebook or Instagram or a text or whatever. So now um, I actually have personal notifications um, silenced, except for James. James can come through. (laughs) But... um, (laughs) James uh, other is than allowed. James, yes, James <laughs> is allowed. Other than that, no one else can come through. And then I check it at five or like if I at lunch or something like that, I may pop in. But so right, that keeps right. me completely out of social media during the workday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which one did you end up landing on? C? 
Yeah, I did okay. see because I do still log in. It's just, I, but I have very specific kind of planned times. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay, number seven. I feel guilty when I say no to someone. <laughs> A, yes. B, no. C, no, I don't care what people think. I'm annoyed, angry, frustrated when they ask me for things. <laughs> wow. So my mine is definitely A. I always feel yeah. guilty when I say no. Even though I'm doing a better job of actually saying no. So there's yeah. that. So how is this different than the first question? Uh, the first question was, I say yes to a person when I want to say no. Oh, okay. So okay. this is, yes, I say no, but then I feel guilty about it. Okay. Uh, I'm a B. I don't, uh, I say no and I don't feel guilty. But okay. I'm not annoyed. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's a little extreme. Um, shh. Will you hush it? Sorry. Yeah. Yami's really having a fit tonight. Yeah. Well, she's not usually in here with me. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But. Okay. Number eight. I get roped into activities or obligations that I don't want to do. A, yes. B, no. C, no. People know not to ask me to do things. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to say A for me. I definitely get roped into activities or obligations that I don't want to do. <laughs> a lot yeah. unfortunately so um I, i'm a no i mean i'm a b um, okay i i don't know it was several years ago that i decided that i was i was just gonna be honest with people and say no or what you know whatever i just yeah. i just made the effort and now i actually get a lot of compliments that people appreciate that i'm so transparent about things um they're like hey you know like if i respond you know they're like hey if you have to say um well this is more events but i guess this is more related to the other conversation they're like hey i know it sucks to tell people no but at least if you tell us no it's resolved instead of avoiding i think i've talked about that in a previous podcast but yeah um, so yeah i'm gonna say no on that i'm gonna say a b sorry b okay okay um all right number nine i don't trust people <laughs> a true b not true of all people c no i trust everyone and sometimes that causes problems for me uh i'm probably a c on this one mm. i do trust everybody <laughs> i mean there's yeah. some people i don't trust but yeah, most, pe yeah, most yeah. people i trust um what was b again uh not true of all people okay and then A is just no, I don't trust yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. Um, I probably don't trust people. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, again, teetering between A and B because, uh, I mean, it kind of depends on the topic, right? But yeah. Um, Definitely until I get to know somebody, like I'll I'll still trust them to do something. It's same thing with the, like the money. I'll trust them to do something, and then if they don't, then it's like, oh well, you've damaged you my trust. You screwed up, you know. <laughs> yeah, you screwed up. So now I can't trust you anymore. You done um, effed up. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if I asked, you know, somebody to go do something i don't know i guess maybe i just don't come up with that situation a lot maybe i don't depend on people a lot to to, to have this trust situation okay okay i was trying to think of when i would have <laughs> done that i mean i guess i'm trusting my mom with my dog you know to dog sit for a <laughs> so you know i don't know i guess i guess b i, I okay. don't know a okay. b why can't seriously do we need to do an episode on decision making? I think so. Like maybe there's. <laughs> I think when we when we go to the results, it may be clear as to why it's harder for. Like you may end up being in between two types. Oh, um, okay. So, okay, I guess I'm gonna say B because that's kind of okay. an in between. In between yeah. the two places. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right, so number 10 is I share too much personal information too soon. A is yes, B is no, C is no. I don't care what people think. I'm annoyed. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> C is I don't trust people enough to share personal information. Um, I think mine is B. I tend to, it takes me a while to open up. Um, mm -hmm. 
to people. I'm very, I mean, in some ways I'm an open book, especially like on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When you're not talking directly to somebody, yeah, maybe that's exactly. not the same. You know, you don't feel the same. Right. Exactly. I don't think it is. Um, but whenever I'm talking to somebody IRL, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I've got to, you know, like warm up or I don't necessarily share everything about my life. Plus, I've got a lot of stuff like, you know, there's the surface level. Hey, I've got a spouse. I have two kids, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then there's like, you know, hey, I, I suffer from anxiety. I take medication. And then there's, hey, I'm not binary. And, you know, like there's there's a lot of levels. And so it takes yeah. it takes a while to get to some of those levels. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that I don't. I would say B for me. Yeah. Um, but I do I'm gonna get say, there eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to say C for me. Um, I don't like sharing um, information. It makes me uncomfortable when people ask me questions. And oftentimes after I share information, I feel guilt or regret. Um, even if it's something simple. You know, I... Uh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like sharing stuff and, which is funny because I have this podcast, but uh, <laughs> that I often share things to the public. Right, but, right. Um, That's different but, though. Yeah, it is different. But um, yeah, no, don't like it. Don't yeah. like it one bit. And this is, I think, part of uh, this. I know we haven't officially talked about it, but we talked about talking about it. Um, if people are innately good or bad. And I think this yes. is part of my thing about thinking people are innately bad because i think if you the more you share with someone the more that they could use something against you okay okay no that's good to know yeah okay all right number 11 i'm able to hear no from people and not take it personally a yes b no i tend to take it personally c i don't usually ask people for help i don't think they'll do it right or i can't trust them um (laughs) Mine is C, but it's like, I don't know if that's, I don't normally ask people for help um, because I don't want to be a burden on them. So that's more the reason. I mean, there is a certain point to where I'm like, you're not going to do it like I do it. But <laughs> right, you, yeah. usually it's, I just don't want to bother anybody. Um, but I don't normally ask people for help. So I'm going to say C on that one. Okay. Um yeah, I think I'm a little bit between A and C. Same thing where I also don't ask people for help a lot. Yeah. But um, I also, because I um, have made the effort to try to be more transparent with things, then I try to be like, okay, well, if I'm going to be okay with telling people no, then I need to be okay with hearing no. Right, right. So I got, I'm trying to do it both ways. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, number 12, I fail to speak up when I'm treated badly. A, true. B, no, I cut people off, I cuss people out, or I gossip about them. C, no, I'm able to tell people how I feel. Mine is definitely A. (laughs) For sure. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am definitely a C, and I think this is very much more recent. Um, and probably a little more work related than personal, um, okay. because it depends in personal life, depends on what comes up. I may just be like, well, whatever. I just won't talk to that person again. Or like, I just don't have to, I just don't have to interact with that person. Right. So right. I don't necessarily have to address it, but a hundred percent at work. If I feel like somebody has made it, if I, if I've heard someone's made a comment about me or if I feel like there was a situation that I didn't feel, you know, that I just didn't feel right about, I 100% will just come, come up and, um, bluntly ask them and talk to them about it. Probably to the point where I need to be a little better about the approach. Like I, right. I'm, I'm trying too hard <laughs> to be, uh, to be open and so i'll walk right in and be like did you say blah 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 instead of being like you know oh you know someone said that blah blah or whatever you know instead of being more i might come across as accusatory when i don't mean to right right yeah but i definitely will walk right in and be like hey you did this thing i didn't think it was right can we talk about that right exactly yeah that sounds yep 
And that may come with my position, too, because it's a little... Right. You kind of have to do that. Kind <laughs> yes. Of thing. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay. 13 is, I feel guilty for dedicating time to myself. A, no, I know I need to take care of myself in order to take care of others. You can't pour from an empty cup. B, yes. <laughs> C, <laughs> no, I prioritize my own needs over everyone else's. Mine is definitely B. I always feel guilty about taking time to myself. Ah, yeah, we know. <laughs> Surprising no one. Yep, right. Mine's definitely A. I um, I think we've talked about this before where, because um, we, we were talking about schedules and stuff, and you obviously would always be double or triple booked, and I would be right. like, no, I had like two events this week. Saturday is my couch day. Right, like, I need right. that to recharge. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Um, yeah. I uh, definitely scheduled time for me. That's good. Yeah, I've um, I've actually said no to two separate situations uh, over the last week, and they, wow. it was very hard to do that. Um, but I did it, and I've decided that that's probably going to be a new theme for me <coughs> is is saying no and setting more boundaries for that. But um, I, but I still I, feel guilty about it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe that'll come with time. Yeah. Because I do think that's a uh, something you have to practice. Like, it's not like I was just like, I'm going to start saying no. And it happened right. the next day. Like, it takes a while. And then eventually, I think you do feel good from it when you realize that people appreciate it. Or when you realize how much stress it takes away. Because then you're not, like, keeping up with a lie. Or trying to come up with some, cr- like, oh, yeah, no. I had a flat tire and couldn't, my dryer clothes were eaten and my dog pooped. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> it's just so much easier to be like, no, thanks. I don't I don't feel like it tonight. Right. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that comes up in this book, too, where they talk about that. Where they're like, hey, you know, you, you don't owe anyone an explanation. Like. Right. Yeah. You, it's, it's okay you don't yeah. have to have a good reason to not do a thing <laughs> yeah all right number 14 is i apologize for things when they're not my fault um a is no things aren't typically my fault uh <laughs> b b is yes or c is no i apologize when i've done something i'm responsible for and i know i've hurt someone uh i'm definitely b i'm pretty sure that uh, I say I'm sorry more times a day than I say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> just going to wow. say that right now. Like, yeah. I, I say I'm sorry for everything. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think that I... Um, it's not that I never apologize for things because... At work, I'll definitely be like, oh, you know, sorry, XYZ didn't happen. Not that it was my fault, but um, I don't know. What were the <laughs> options one more time? So A is no, things aren't typically my fault. B mm-hmm. is yes. And C is no, I apologize when I've done something I'm responsible for and know I've hurt someone. Mm, I guess I'll go C. Okay. That seems to fit you, as I know you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't ever, you know, say I'm sorry without there of being course. something. But I think in general, if I'm if a true apology, if it's not just a right. flippant, you know, like, oh, yeah, sorry, you know. Right, right. Kind of thing. Okay. Uh, number 15, I feel scattered and stressed because I have a million things to do and not enough time. <laughs> <clears throat> A is uh-huh. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B is honestly, I don't have a lot going on. Life is quiet because I don't have a lot oh of friends God. or commitments. Uh, C is no, I've learned to say no, outsource, delegate, or ask for help to avoid feeling scattered or stressed. Uh, mine is definitely yes on this one. I am not, <laughs> no. <laughs> still have a million things to do and not enough time. Yeah. So that, that's still me for sure. Before taking this job, I would have said I'm a C. Right mm-hmm. now, I absolutely am an A. We literally, before we started recording, <laughs> I literally shared my sep- September calendar with you. And that there was like, nuts. Th- yeah, and there was like three days in the entire month that I didn't have something going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I'm definitely an A right now. I've right. got to get my life under control. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a temporary. I'm a temporary A. Temporary. 
temporary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, this is the last this is the last one. Okay. Number 16. I don't speak up when I have something important to share. A is yes. Uh, B is no. I know that my ideas and input are just as important as everyone else's. Or C, no, in fact, I find myself silencing others at work or not giving them a chance to speak up. Uh, mine is definitely A. I mean, this is, again, surprising no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I picked B. I don't know. I think sometimes I, I don't speak up sometimes. Um, but I think for the most part, I'm decently vocal. Like, it would okay. have to be maybe a really big group or maybe there was a discussion with a lot of different points and then I'm like, eh, they've talked about it enough so I didn't want to speak, you know, or whatever. Right. Um, something like that that I don't speak up. It won't be just like a normal. But I'm definitely not jumping in front of people. That's not my, that's not me for sure. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's an answer key to this. Okay. And the idea is that this is helping you understand what type of boundaries show up for you the most. Okay. Basically, in the book, one of the things that Chief covers is that if you grew up in a family where um, boundaries weren't respected, boundaries were um, traversed, you didn't learn how to set boundaries, um, you might react in a couple of different ways. Um, you might become porous with your boundaries. So you basically have none. You almost are enmeshed with everybody and everything around you. So you just kind of let things flow back and forth and you don't have, you know, you don't have a firm wall up at mm -hmm. any point in your life, right? Mm -hmm. You've got healthy, which obviously like you're good at setting boundaries, you're firm, but you also still will reach out to people and have, you know, allow people into your world mm -hmm. but another way that people will react is rigid so some people react by just like basically letting everybody stamp over them um quote unquote me uh and then mm -hmm. other people react to having terrible boundaries by becoming very rigid and so those are the ones that might close people off not have good you know not create friendships um, mm -hmm. keep people at a distance because they are scared that if they let someone in, they're going to trample all over their boundaries. And ah. instead of being able to maintain healthy ones, they have maintained rigid ones. Mm -hmm. So those are, okay. that's, that's a very like layman's overview of mm -hmm. the stuff that's covered in the book. But the answer key, based on your answers, will let you know for that particular one whether you're porous, rigid, or healthy, and they change every single time. So I have to, this, oh. will, this will take a minute to go through, okay. but I mean, there's only 16 questions, so it shouldn't be too hard. Okay. Um, so number one, A was porous, B mm -hmm. was rigid, and C was healthy. Okay. Uh, two, A was rigid, B was porous, and C was healthy. Can you tell, I can't figure, am I writing here? Because I, I was between A and C and I can't figure out which one I picked. Will you read that question and answers again? The two? Yeah. Okay. For two, let me go back up. Sorry. Come back. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'll get there eventually. There we go. I feel like I'm constantly having to save people close to me and fix their problems. A, no, I don't get involved in other people's issues. B, yes, often. Or C, I know I know my limitations and offer what I can when I can. Okay, so I was C, so that okay. was healthy, I think. Yes, let me go back. Okay. Oh, gosh, this is too... Yeah, C was healthy. Okay. Um, number three, A was porous, B was healthy, C was rigid. Uh, four, A was porous, B was healthy, C was rigid. Five, A was porous, B was rigid and C was healthy. Six, A was porous, B was healthy, C was rigid. Seven, A was porous, B was healthy and C was rigid. Eight, A was porous, B was healthy and C was rigid. That was, I think, the same for the last 
picked a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, A was rigid, B was healthy, and C was porous. Ten, let me come over here. A was porous, B was healthy, and C was rigid. For 11, A was healthy, B was porous, and C was rigid. For 12, A was porous, B was rigid, and C was healthy. 13, A was healthy, B was, wait, hold on. (laughs) B was porous, and C was rigid. These are all beginning to blend together a little bit. 14, A was rigid, B was porous, and C was healthy. 15, A was porous, B was rigid, and C was healthy. And 16, A was porous, B was healthy, and C was rigid. So probably surprising no one. (laughs) I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 out of 16 porous. <laughs> wow. That, that is surprising no one, but wow. Yeah. Um, what about you? <laughs> I got, um, I actually am a little surprised at this. Um, I got 11 was healthy. Okay. I don't know why yeah. you're surprised. I feel like you have very healthy boundaries. <laughs> well, I thought I would lean a little more towards rigid uh-huh. um but no i didn't think i think yes i agree i think in general i probably have healthy boundaries but i thought that it would be just a little closer to rigid um okay but it's a, healthy's a clean like you know ran, i only had i had three rigid and two porous yeah that's really good i had i think two rigid and like too healthy so <laughs> so i'm curious what were your rigids uh because that's interesting that you stand so firm oh well that's true let's see here that was number three ah uh, shoot go back go back and i would also like to know what my two porous ones were to okay. see what i'm a little more lenient on all so. right that sounds good so three i regularly find myself sucked into pointless fighting or debating so that's okay. when I was uh, yeah. putting people at a distance because of that. Yep. So that was one of my rigid ones. And then my other rigid one was 11, which was I'm able to hear from people, hear no from people and not take it personally. And that was okay. me. I don't usually ask people for help. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> so those All are right. the two that I have rigid boundaries where I've just been like, yeah. nope, not even going to go there. No. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Both of them. You were like, yeah. No, it's actually really interesting because like the reason why I know why I have porous boundaries is because I had a very enmeshed uh, relationship with my mom. And it's interesting that those are the two things that I like reacted so strongly to, to where Mm -hmm. I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, that ain't going to happen because Mm -hmm. my family was full of pointless arguing and Mm. fighting and debating. Um, Yeah. And like I asking people for help was something that was like impossible to do. Like I did not feel like I could ask my family for help. Yeah. Um, So that, you know, like, you know, I was 19 and pregnant and was like, I've got to figure out how to do this on my own. My my family offered help and they did assist me, but I did not for a million, like that was, I was like, there's absolutely no way I can go to my family and ask them for help. Right. Like that was my reaction. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's where my rigidity comes in, I guess. What about you? Where were your porous ones? Which ones were those? Um, number one, two, three, four. Number five. Five was. Uh, I frequently feel stressed about work. Oh, yep. <laughs> so okay. that makes and sense. That's, that's because I haven't been able to establish my boundary for work yet. Right. Successfully. Yep. Right. And number 15. 15 was, get there. Uh, I feel scattered and stressed because I have a million things to do and not enough time. <laughs> okay. Also related to work. Right. 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 Yeah. Yep. So I, I, think... I am 100% <laughs> I am letting work dominate my life right now. And that is, yeah. Right. Yep. So I think that that's, I mean, I think that this has been really wow. helpful for us. And hopefully people are listening and they were able to like, 
you know, maybe find something out about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but what I would say is that this is, I mean, there. I don't necessarily love the tone of this book in places, mm-hmm. um, just because, I don't know, I, it seems very much like there's almost a little bit of victim blaming happening in the tone oh. in the tone of the book, not in the actual right. content, but just like you know, you should put up boundaries and you should do this and you should do that. It's yeah. like, well, if it's it was, your fault, you're not doing these things, right? It's like if it was that easy, then I'd be doing it, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, exactly. Don't be like, oh, well, you're doing this, you're having whatever. Like, okay, yeah, I get that, but there were two things I did want to. Um, focus on or were like my big ahas out of the book so Mm -hmm. i wanted to mention those and then my other thing is like hey maybe read this because it would be a useful thing for people to see one of those was um she was talking about habits and like the fact that she actually references um james clear's atomic habits whenever she's talking about oh Yeah, which was pretty cool. Um, But she talked very specifically about the fact that if you are, um, there are situations where you may not be creating healthy self boundaries. So, Mm. you know, for example, time management or your finances or um, your self care or, you know, the, the way that you're eating, the treatment you're allowing from others, the people you allow in your life. And I was like, healthy self-boundaries. Yeah, that sounds like a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should probably do more of. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. So that was, um, that was a big kind of like aha moment of like, you know, part of the reason why I sabotage myself or whatever when I'm doing habits is because I'm not creating good boundaries for myself. Right. Um, and so that was a good thing to to think about. The other one was talking about what self-care really is mm-hmm. um, and like the importance of it. And that was a really good thing for me too because I don't, you know, it's easy to think about Self-care is like, I'm going to eat lots of chocolate and I'm going to, you know, um, like hang out and take a bubble bath and like this will Mm -hmm. help. But I'll actually read this because it was it was a big deal for me. Um, If you've experienced codependency, sexual abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, emotional neglect or physical neglect, you may have challenges with caring for yourself. Um, And then it talks about what it looks like setting manageable expectations around caring and being present for others, maintaining your mental health, operating in your role as a child instead of a parent to your parents, operating in your role as a sibling instead of a parent to your siblings, asking for what you need, spending holidays Mm -hmm. doing things that you enjoy, giving people um, the space to care for themselves, checking in less often with people who drain your energy, (laughs) uh, figuring out who you are separately from what you were made to believe about yourself, not using your past as a reason to avoid proceeding with life, talking about your feelings, allowing yourself to feel pleasure, sharing the truth of your past without sugarcoating your experience, being gentle with yourself, teaching yourself things that you weren't taught in childhood, and learning to enjoy your body. It's like none of those things would have been stuff that I would have thought of as yeah. like important self-care activities. So mm. that was like, holy shit. <laughs> so like that's yeah, that's a big deal because that's really what I should be focusing on. <laughs> like it's yeah. not about, hey, I'm gonna take a, you know, an evening to have a bubble bath and read my book. I mean, that's nice. That's a thing I can do for myself. But yeah. actually, what I should do is look at how I can set these healthy boundaries for myself and, mm-hmm. you know, actually work on do, doing the hard work on all the stuff. Yes. So I was, um, yeah, self-boundaries and self-care were like my two major takeaways from from this, for sure. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, self-care is a bigger picture than just the, just a quick, it's not, it's just like, it's just not, it's not a one-night thing. Right. It's not a one-night stand. It's yeah, it's not a one-night stand. It's, yeah. a, it's a committed relationship. Yes. <laughs> self-care is not a one-night stand. <laughs> uh, I like it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I don't know if you had anything additional you wanted to say about boundaries. We're like already an hour in, so okay, I, know, I feel like true. that kind of like covers the major things I wanted to talk about. Um, but I don't know if there's anything additional you wanted to say. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm definitely pro boundaries. I like boundaries. I think they're, <laughs> they're good. Um, I don't have anything. Um, I did enjoy the quiz. So I'm sorry that that took up most of the time for your topic discussions. That's but okay. I did, think, I did not expect to have the, um, realization at the end definitely the work and you had the um the other one about really it's just you like running away from stuff as are your rigid ones you know yeah Um, i think that was really cool that we were able to come to those conclusions based yeah so um, same yeah and maybe maybe our listeners were able to come to some other yeah type of realization going through that yeah so definitely but if i can help you in any way try to set up more boundaries or if you want to Maybe you need to say no to somebody and you need help uh, what to say. Maybe you yeah. can reach out or whatever. I'm I'm here to help, Devin. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Since apparently I have good healthy boundaries. Apparently. <laughs> you do. You can help <laughs> me figure out how to make these happen. Yes. For sure. <sighs> All right. Well, speaking of boundaries, uh, this, uh, this episode has gone on too long and now we have yeah. to put a boundary on the end. But I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. And I will talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho